Hello friends, welcome back to the She's Not A Wallflower podcast. My name is Alex and I'm so glad that you're here and that you're joining us today. If you found this podcast because of my Instagram page, that's so awesome, welcome. If you're not following the pod account, which is at she'snotawallflower.podcast, what are you doing? We have so much fun over there. You can find lots of bite-sized words of encouragement that I hope make you feel seen and heard and valued. So head on over there, give it a follow, show it some love. All right, let's talk about today's episode. This episode is one of my most requested ones. We are chatting about comparison, what drives this, how do we stop doing it, and along those lines, celebrating other people's success and why this can be so difficult to do, but why it's so important. So today I'm excited to be chatting with one of my incredibly insightful friends who I've known since primary school. This is Davina Moore. Dav, thanks so much for jumping on here today. Would you like to give a quick intro so everyone can get to know you? Yeah, of course. Hey everyone, I'm Davina. I love music, my little mini foxy Roxy, and I love psychology. I'm in my third year of it. Yeah, I've done a few social psychology subjects, so have definitely learned about comparison at uni, but probably more than that, I've had a lot of personal experience with it. Um, Something I've definitely had to journey through throughout my 21 years. Yeah, I think we've all had experiences with comparison. It just, it's part of the human makeup. I think we're really wired to want to compare ourselves. I think as humans, that's how we, we kind of establish social norms and we determine, you know, this is what everyone else is doing. This is what I should be doing. And I think that's okay to an extent, but it can become unhealthy and it's really important to make sure that we're keeping ourselves in check. Yeah, totally. Like, we want to belong. Yeah. Um, that is, we want to make connections, but... We're trying so hard to belong that we may change part of who we are mm. or start disliking parts of who we are Yeah, um, if we don't think that we're belonging yeah. to Con- a group. I think that, that idea of connection, it's, it's something that really drives people. It's one of the most primitive needs. People just need to connect. And I think that's probably why we love social media so much. I think we think that we're connecting with people on there. And I mean you can determine how surface level or deep that connection really is. But I think a lot of people say social media is so bad for you because it feeds this idea of comparing ourselves because we are trying so desperately to fit in with our peers and and the people around us. Yeah, totally. Um, And to be honest with you, I think it's getting, I think it's getting worse Mm. for the younger generation. Like when I first joined Instagram, it was like 2014, I had just turned 13 it was sepia-toned hipster filters everywhere and people using hashtag selfie unironically. We've been comparing ourselves for years and years and years and I don't think social media yet has caused that. Social media amplifies it. I just think that it really provides a platform for us to make comparisons. Yeah, for sure. And I think that it's actually about mindful social media consumption and being able to identify when the things that you're seeing on social media may not be as they seem that they are. We know that social media is a highlight reel and it's really easy to compare from from far away because I think people on social media become more of an idol than a person. And there is so much more to someone than what they show you on social media. But because that is all we see, that's what we aspire to be. Yeah, completely. Cheesy saying, but you're comparing your whole life to someone else's highlight reel. Mm. Um, And that's a lot easier said than done because oftentimes you're making those comparisons without even thinking about it. 
which is why I think it's really important to be aware of it. I, I will freely admit I have unfollowed celebrities on Instagram because I realised that every time they came up on my feed, I was making comparisons and feeling bad about myself. And that's no hate on them or what they're doing. It's just, hey, that's maybe something I need to work on in myself. And for the time being, it's totally okay to set that boundary of, I don't want to be comparing myself to them. Yeah, I think it's first step is becoming aware of it. And then the next step is starting to put into place things that allow you to be mindful of your time on social media. I know some people like to put in place uh, limits on, on social media going, you know what, I'm, I'm on here for 30 minutes and then I need to step away from my screen and I need to go and get perspective in my real life. I have a child lock on my social media accounts. <laughs> I have one of those timer things you yeah. can set. I'm really not good at sticking to it. Oh no, I don't stick to it. But It should be better and maybe that would help solve some of the issues. Look, um, it makes me feel bad about not sticking to it. <laughs> I just use social media feeling guilty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I think it is. It is about you You can totally be in this online world, but remembering that I sound like a 40-year-old mom. There's life outside the screen. And that is what helps us to get that perspective and be able to go, yes, this is someone else's life. I think it's that conscious thinking in your head of going, this is someone else's life, but this is only part of their life. I'm not seeing it all. I, I feel like so many times you have a friend who speaks about one of their friends who you've never met before and you think, wow, they must be the most amazing person I, I need this friend in my life. And as you start to get to know the friend's friend, you realise, oh, they're still a lovely person, but they've got flaws. I think that's the case with social media. If you had a chance to get to know the people that you followed properly, you would realise that, yes, they show, they do some cool stuff. They go on great vacations. You know, they've got a lovely family, but they have bad days. And they cry about stuff too. Everybody has stuff in life that's not perfect. They just don't always choose to show it. And you know what? That applies to outside of social media as well. Totally. Like you're seeing me with my hair and makeup done and in an outfit I picked out, what you did not see was me trying to get out of bed this morning or me running around to make a coffee before I came. <laughs> what you didn't see was how long it took me to pick my outfit today. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think that's where perspective is so important. You know, I think at some point or another, we've all had that quote, comparison is the thief of joy. And I very much agree with the sentiment, but I think, I don't know, it becomes a little bit tricky because the classic advice is, oh, well, don't compare yourself. But if we're hardwired to compare, then, you know, just saying don't compare yourself, it's kind of not really not addressing it. It's not helpful advice. No. So for me, at least, like I find myself really having to try and just step back when I'm on social media. I think we've all been victims of Instagram's explore page at one time or another. And like great example is, you know, you see like a personal trainer come up and they look super fit, have an amazing body and you find yourself thinking, why don't I look like that? I, I think it's all about priorities. Yeah, totally. So for me, I'm studying full time. That's what I'm working towards and that's in line with my career goals and my values. Whereas someone who's say running a personal training business they are living out their goals and their values. So they're going to look different. If our priorities and goals are different, the outcome's going to be different as well. Yeah. And along those lines, you don't see how many hours they're pouring into making their physique look like that. And in your case, you don't see how many hours you spend studying or how many parties you have to skip because you need to sleep or you want to study. Yeah. Let's be honest. All a lot of people are going to see is the obligatory graduation photo at the end of our degrees. But what you're not seeing is the midnight meltdown over an assignment that's due tomorrow. Yeah. And that's totally okay because that's, that's what we're working towards. Whereas if someone else is working towards something completely different, that's okay as well because 
they don't have the same interests as I do. I don't have the same interests they do. Mm. So yeah, we're setting different goals. And it's not even that you couldn't look like that personal trainer. It's just right now, this is your capacity. This is what you're prioritizing. And maybe at another point in time, you'll want to be prioritizing that kind of level of health and fitness, but it's okay to not have that right now. But I think that social media makes us think that we should have all of this because when you hop on, you know, celebrities Instagram pages, all their ducks are in a row. <laughs> but then again, yeah. that's also their job to be desirable. Brands want to work with them and to present this particular life. It's a brand. They're a person, but it's their brand. So it kind of just goes with the package. And and what we're not seeing is then the stress that comes with public scrutiny. Absolutely. Yeah. Again, perspective. You know, it's not a fix-all strategy, but I think it really helps mm. humanize everyone that you're seeing on social media and realizing that you're actually totally okay where you are. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I think that really the only person that you can be comparing yourself against is yourself because, you know, you can compare to your past self. But I think something that I want to mention in here is that I recognize that different seasons in life make us all different. We have different capabilities and we might have different capacities and, and that's okay. There are things that I was doing a year ago that I'm just not physically able to do right now. And that's all right. And I think it's also about giving yourself grace for the season that you are in now and going, yes, I, I would love to be able to do those things that I was doing, but right now that's just not something I'll be able to do. Maybe I'll be working towards those at another point. But really, if you are kinder than you were yesterday or you tried harder than you did yesterday, to me, that's a win. I know it sounds a little bit cheesy, but like, honestly, you can't really compare yourself to anyone but yourself because you are the benchmark. I think sometimes we need to be okay with grieving some seasons. When we first left school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was waiting to figure out what I wanted to study. I knew I wanted to go to uni, but didn't know what to do. So I took a gap year and I watched all my friends go to uni and I ended up going through a really rough patch there. And that, that was awful at the time, but it was that season that led me to studying psychology and finding what I'm super passionate about. Mm. At the same time, it's very much okay to feel some grief over that season. Or on seasons before, perhaps when you were more productive and you may not be feeling like that now. But yeah, realizing that it's actually okay no matter where you're at because we're all trying our best. We're all going through different things. And I think we'd be doing ourselves a disservice if we are setting unrealistic expectations for ourselves. Yeah, it's so important to be having these kind of conversations because we're all about debunking this idea that you need to be better than you were or you need to be better than the person next to you. It is so tiring trying to be better than everyone else because, I mean, first of all, it's not a competition, so it's pretty hard to win something that doesn't exist. It's all about changing your mindset and going to war with that mindset every day because we are hardwired to want to compare. So if you want to change that, you really do need to be actively choosing to not compare today. And that's a hard decision too. Oh my gosh, it is, yeah. It's okay to find that a difficult habit to set, you know? I didn't just start scrolling social media and thinking they're in a different life place. Yeah. Like that took ages for me to get there and I still have to work consciously at that. Yeah, absolutely. That's not a new thing and that's not something I've mastered or will probably ever fully master. That's okay. I think though it's, it's about making this not part of your unconscious thought but part of your conscious thought now and every time you get on social media it's kind of looking at it going this isn't the full picture I'm not seeing all of it that's fantastic I love that they are having a great time over there I'm over here and that's okay and I think it makes it easier to when you are okay with your season it makes it 
easier to celebrate someone else's season. Yeah. Because you know that you're where you need to be right now. Oh, so it's yeah. okay if they're getting their achievements, they're achieving their goals, and you're not quite at that place because you know that you are perfectly positioned for this point in time. Yes, I love that. Um, I think that it's, it's a lot easier to celebrate other people's successes when you realise that they haven't taken something that should be yours. I know it feels like yeah, it should totally. be yours right now. There are many times when I have gone, oh my gosh, I'm so annoyed. I wanted that so badly. It should have been mine and it wasn't mine. And sometimes you look back and you why wasn't it mine? And I think you have to let go of that at some point because you could have had that, but then you also wouldn't be here where you are now. I've actually had a similar experience to that where I was like, that should have been mine. Why wasn't it mine? Um, and I was devastated at the time, to be honest with you. But fast forward a year later, and I realized that if I had gotten that, I wouldn't have been able to do a bunch of other things that I did. Yeah, and I actually don't think I had the capacity to do that at the time. Yeah. And, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. It's a lot easier for me to say that now than it would have been to say that then. I think you don't always realize why you've missed out on something or why something happened the way it did. But sometimes I think we need to stop asking why and actually just step back and go, you know what, that is how it happened, but it's actually got me where I am today. And even if all you gained from that experience was wisdom, yeah, that's completely fine too. Absolutely. And I think that once you understand all of this, it does become easier to be actually genuinely happy for people's victories, knowing that they're not taking away your opportunity. I mean, I know how hard it is you can you can kind of smile and go I'm so happy for you and inside you're like I am internally dying I really love that <laughs> and I think that it's it's one of those things where it's like sometimes you gotta fake it till you make it a little bit like please be authentic and genuine but also it can be so hard to be actually happy for someone but I think it starts by just going I am making a decision in my head that we're gonna honor this person now I'm gonna celebrate them and I may not feel like my brain is fully at this party but it's just something you do. And one day it becomes genuine and you're like, wow, I am so happy for your achievement. You worked so hard for this. You deserve this. Like, honestly, sometimes I've had to tell myself, get over yourself, express the words, your feelings will catch up later. Yeah, I love that. For both of us, we're, we're in our 20s and I feel like the 20s is a really interesting decade because it's the decade where I think the most tends to happen, not for everyone, but I think there's a big divide in, you know, some of our friends are graduating uni, some of our friends are getting married and having kids, some of our friends are buying their first house and some are travelling around the world. And, and some have just graduated high school. Yep, and some of us are still doing uni. And it just puts us at really different points in our lives, which is so hard. You can't really compare yourself to the next person because they're at a different stage of life. And you might wish that you were there, but you're not. And it doesn't just happen. Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, for me personally, comparison has been a massive thing for me to work through. Just like as a teenager, I really struggled with my self-esteem in large part due to comparing myself to other people. Mm. That's been something I've had to work through and I'm still working through that. And it's probably going to be a lifelong journey for all of us. And that's that's awesome because I get to learn things along the way. I get to learn things about myself and also learn how to celebrate other people better yeah. and where they're at. Yeah. And I think that's a really good place to wrap this episode up. Um, thanks so much for chatting with us today, Dad. It's been so good to have your wisdom. Um, really appreciate you making time. Thank you for having me. Hey friends, thanks so much for listening in. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that something we shared spoke to you today. In a world where comparison is promoted, learning to deal with it is a constant battle. What I've discovered is that it really is all about changing your mindset and actively choosing to not live out comparison. There is so much joy to be found 
in choosing to be happy for those around you and that becomes remarkably easier when you realize that their moment of success hasn't stolen anything that should belong to you. So take comfort in knowing that your turn is coming, friend. It will be the perfect thing at the perfect time for you. If you want more encouragement like this popping up in your Instagram feed, make sure you head over to the She's Not A Wallflower Instagram page and follow me there. The handle is at she's not a wallflower.podcast. You'll also be the first to hear about new episodes and other fun updates. If you enjoyed this episode of She's Not A Wallflower, Leave us a review or give us a five-star rating. It really helps others to find this podcast and I always appreciate your feedback. Share this episode on your social media and tag me and let me know what your favorite part was. I'm Alex. I'll see you soon in the next episode of She's Not a Wallflower. Bye.